Hello everyone, this is Thomas and Christine Erdos. And you're listening to Love's Fire. Hello. Hello. Amazing listeners. God bless all of you. Amen. And yeah, we're back and we're here to talk about perspectives again because there was a lot more we wanted to share because this is just an amazing topic that I think we're both surprised that we haven't talked about yet as far as both perspectives and dreams and just God's voice and stewarding God's voice. Um, I can imagine we've mentioned things a little bit like it in other ones, but I don't know if we've given it the proper amount of time it deserves. So here we are. Um, Do you want me to start off with that story? Go ahead. So we planned some things, but we don't plan every detail because... Holy Spirit may want us to talk about something else, so we still leave room to figure that out in the midst of recording. (laughs) It's like a live stream (laughs) that we (laughs) pre-recorded. Yeah, basically. Basically. So, I, as far as perspectives go, this has been a word that, literally the actual word perspective, has been like a word for me for like about 10, it's been almost, almost 10 years. This, I think... This dream I had was probably about, I don't know, nine, maybe nine years ago now. It was either 2012 or 2013. And I had a dream where I was walking in a Home Depot and this man was in the in the aisle of a Home Depot. And I am, at this point in my life, in real life, I am in just, I am like, First, I think I'm in my first or second year of Bible college, and I um, am single. I am not in a relationship or anything like that. And he, in this dream, tells me, the man in Home Depot tells me, your husband is praying for you to have new perspective. And I laugh, and I was like, I don't have a husband. And he does not laugh. And he just looks at me and is like, well, he's praying for you to have new perspective. And he was like so serious and so just like, it was a very, it was one of those dreams where if, if you're listening and you've had one of these dreams, you know what I'm talking about. It just sticks with you. And just like, you can think about it and you remember just the fact that like, okay, that dream was different. Like that one, it got my attention. It felt like someone or something was speaking to me. And as you all know, that are listening from our perspective and what is true, that was God. That's God speaking to you. It's not the universe. It's not your, it's not nature. It's, <laughs> it's just, it's God. Um, and so I don't think many of our listeners needed that clarification, but hey, God could bring, you know, you don't know who would find this. So go ahead. If, if you needed that clarification, let it be known to you that that's God speaking to you because he loves speaking to his children and dreams are a biblical way that he speaks to them. And, um, there are some great resources out there about this. Um, maybe we'll have to see what we recommend, but I, I mean, even what we just said from the, the last episode is walking with Holy Spirit when it comes to interpreting dreams. And then also if you just need, if you need for yourself, I literally was about to say, if you need more context of like, wait, what? What about these dreams? What if it was just because I ate pizza before bed? Like, and sometimes there are those dreams. 
And like I said, if you've had the dreams that like, you're like, okay, something's different about this one. That's the ones I would say to pay attention to. And there are times when it might feel like a pizza dream. And then you actually take the dream to God and ask him about it. And surprisingly, he'll tell you something about it. And I kind of lean on the side of, I would rather ask God about it and it not be from him than to just think that nothing's from him. Because yeah. then you could be missing so many messages that were from him. And that could have been like a huge, helpful perspective shift. And so that's my personal opinion on it. And then, yeah, like he said, as the people that aren't, sorry, I just realized I totally talked imagining everyone was here watching and not just listeners. So Thomas held up the Bible. And that is something, if you need more context on, is this um, really another way God speaks? And yes, read the... There's a ton of stories in the Bible where God used dreams. Daniel. Um, yeah, go Joseph. ahead. I mean, yeah, you got Daniel, you yeah. got Joseph, you have... Uh, when it prophet, how in Joel, how it prophet says, like... Yeah, I'll give you... I mean, that's I mean, that's probably one of the, the, the best one. I don't know if you can say best one, but that's <laughs> definitely a clear... Well, it's a great one as far as um, people that would be like, okay, I hear you say Daniel and Joseph. That's like in the Old Testament. But Joel was about what is coming as well, what is now. So for for anyone that may be thinking that way, but I feel that even in the Old Testament, Testament is applicable to us as well. Yeah. And uh, I mean, just read the whole book of Acts. Uh, There's lots of dreams in there. Paul had dreams. Um, You know, so... Anyway, in uh, Peter's sermon on the day of Pentecost in Acts 2, he quotes Joel, and it, and it says, uh, but this, in verse two, chapter 2, verse 16, book of Acts, <laughs> but this is what was spoken by the prophet Joel, and it shall come to pass in the last days, says God, that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. Yeah. Your son, which is amazing, because that means... Uh, even people that aren't believers or Christians or know Jesus yet, God can speak to them through dreams. Yeah. I mean, there's so many stories of Muslims uh, encountering Jesus in a dream. Right. <laughs> Which is amazing. And, and coming to Christ. And so, yeah. which, by the way, I believe is uh, in large part uh, thanks to the prayers of so many saints, so many believers for, for Muslims. Yeah. Um, and so, because, you know, we're to pray and to declare his will, his kingdom on earth as it is in heaven. Yeah. And so anyway, he says that I'll pour out my spirit on all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your young men shall see visions. Yeah. Your old men shall dream dreams. And all my men servants and all my maidservants, I'll pour out my spirit in those days and they shall prophesy. Yeah. And it goes on. And so... So yeah, it is a biblical way of for God to speak to us through yeah. visions, through dreams. Uh, there's so many ways He can speak to us. He's a person. Uh, it's not. <laughs> yeah. It's as long as it's in line with biblical principle. Um, you know, it's amazing how many different ways if, if He can speak to us if we'll listen. Yeah. And if we'll pay attention, and um, and so not every dream is from God, but the way we can find out if it is is by asking Holy Spirit. Taking it to the Word of God, yeah. Seeing if it lines up with Scripture, if it lines up with biblical principle, yeah. Obviously, if it does not line up, then it can't be from God. Um, and if it does, then it might be. 
And then you can pray about it, ask him, and then see the fruit. Yeah. So. Oh. Um, and then with the story. Yeah, going back to we, the story. Did we want to tell more of that? Sure. Um, yeah, we'll see what part of this is helpful for you guys. So the part of telling you the rest of the story. But I think it's pretty cool because actually, sorry, I know that it's amazingly helpful because God is so cool the way that he is like intricately involved in our stories and cares to, yeah, it's to speak to us about things that if we're willing to look for him and, um, in, in things. And so I had a, so basically I had that dream and it had been many years, like I mentioned, maybe eight or nine, um, years and what? Sorry. I was just remembering part of the story. Go ahead. And so anyways, I was single, like I said, at that time when I had the dream and this man in, in the dream that I remember after waking up and thinking uh, thinking about that dream for the years since then, I've been like, that guy was an angel <laughs> or um, that's just, it really felt like a messenger from God that needed, that wanted me to know that my husband was praying for me to have new perspective. So I wasn't sure who the husband was for those years leading up to now. And I wasn't sure what perspective needed to be changed. But I knew that the dream was from God. And so I kept it close to my heart. And um, so now it's been, like I said, I'm giving you a range, eight to nine years. And I'm with my husband. And we we are um, about... A month or two ago, we go and visit the town that he lived in when I had that dream. And so we're looking around um, the St. Louis area in Missouri, and he's showing me the apartment complex or condo-looking townhome. What yeah, do you call I, them? I, I think it's apartment Apartment complex, complex yeah. <laughs> that he had lived in. And when we pull up... Um, anyways, we have a funny story where he shows me first, (laughs) the whole area looked very different than when he lived there because of the reconstruction next door. Yeah. There used to be, I mean, this has been a while ago, like, like she said, it was like eight years ago. So it's been a while, first of all, um, that I lived there. And then two, um, there used to be just a two level parking garage next to where I used to live. And by this point, they had built an entire apartment complex on top of that yeah. garage. Yeah. And so it looks different than when I lived there. Yeah. Um, and so we, are, we, we park and I'm like, look, because there's like several, I don't know how many buildings, like uh, I think like at least six buildings, maybe nine buildings in this little complex um, on that side of the street. And, uh, and I'm like looking at this building and I was like, yep. Yeah, I was just telling Christine, he's like, yeah, this is where this happens, where this happened. I was like encountering God in there and like praying in the, in the spirit a lot. And yeah, it was just like an amazing time in that place. And then uh, <laughs> and I'm all like, oh, I wish I was there. Like just like thinking about, you know, my husband who I now spend lots of time with. I had no idea who he was, where he was, anything at that time. And so it was just like, we were just like having this fun little moment. And then all of a sudden he's like, 
Oh, wait, that's <laughs> that's not the building. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's actually that building. <laughs> so, <laughs> this building over here. And then we, like, pull to, the, like, drive to the right one and, like, have to, like, start over. So it was pretty funny for us. Yeah. Um, or maybe it was when we drove. We kept driving. It was like, oh, wait. Yeah, no, yeah, I think yeah, this yeah, is yeah. what. Yeah. It was this one. <laughs> it was when we changed our perspective <laughs> that we saw. <laughs> so really, though. So then we pulled up to the real one. And um, as we pull up. This man walks out of the building, is really gets in the pit. So Thomas is taking a picture of the building, um, just as memory memory's sake. And a man is walking out of the building that looks similar to the man from my dream and is holding a Home Depot bucket and is like walking out of the building. Then informs us that it's like no one lives there anymore um, because they are re like revamping the building yeah and he had just at some point helped put in new windows and so it's like him coming out with a home depot bucket and there's new windows behind him which is like to us a new perspective yeah like brand new windows that's a whole new way to look out of something and so it's it's just so cool to us and so then we um we start talking about it some more and realize like okay wow First of all, that's really cool. And that was the building that he lived in when I had that dream. And so it really felt like God was just bringing up again the whole, just like how much he's been involved in our stories. And so that was all it. When I had had that dream, he was actually, my husband actually was spending a lot of time praying and he was praying in the spirit. And so he very well could have been, and we believe he was praying for his, for me and for me to have a good perspective, a new perspective, whatever it was, I could imagine that would be true because God is always wanting believers to be growing into the right perspective of yeah. him and the right perspective of ourselves and how he sees us. And so it's just so cool and just so amazing to watch um, a dream unfold. And so really that's another point from this um, message in this podcast is that there may be some dreams where God, you won't, you just kind of get to be like how Mary pondered things in her heart that God told her. And so it's like, you just get to take some of these little treasures and nuggets. And if you're someone that has to know or figure it out, like you might get really frustrated <laughs> because, and you'll have to surrender that because there are times where Jesus tells us things that are like little treasures that you just keep, you keep with you and you're going to see in years to come, God unfold it to you. Yeah. And there's cases where it's super practical and useful for that day, <laughs> but there's both. So yeah, at least what we've experienced and yeah, I've heard others experience as well. Yeah. So, so yeah, it's, um, yeah, perspective is hugely important and stewarding his voice. Like we've been talking about, is is amazing and as we steward these dreams and pray about them and ask god and fellowship with god about these things take it to the word yeah um he'll open up more yeah and it uh um kind of reminds me of a uh, interesting enough of a story i i heard of john g lake that he at one point um was came across this bible college and where I think he was going to be teaching or something. Um, uh, and uh, at this Bible college, these students uh, were praying 
for the gifts of the Spirit, for God to pour out the gifts of the Spirit, the Holy Spirit. Um, and they're just praying for God to, yeah, give them power, basically, give them the power, His power. And, uh, and they've been doing that for some time. And um, John, John Lake, sadly, but, uh, I mean, he basically said, I was like, you know what? I feel like you could, you guys could be praying, sitting here praying here for the gifts of the Spirit for years and years, you know, till however long, um, and not get anything. Whereas if you went out and used what you had, then God would give you more. Mm. And uh, sadly and ironically, that I heard that that Bible college is now, I think, a cemetery or a funeral home mm. or something like that, like the building that was used for that Bible college back. Mm. you know many decades ago Mm. and so and of course i'm not trying to knock praying for revival and for awakening but there's the aspect of stewardship as well as well yeah because we're like (laughs) we pray for that as well we pray for it well pray for revival and awakening and and for god to move and and for yeah for widespread manifestation of his glory and power and goodness and love and all that right we pray for that we believe for that there's been there's many stories in history where people have prayed for that and saw that. Yeah. But at the same time, we can't just be pr- praying for that no. and not applying what we know. Exactly. Yeah. Totally. That's the caveat. Is we can't only pray for things and not do what we already know God's told us to do. Yeah. You know. So I think that's prob- probably <laughs> the end of the episode. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So. Uh... We'll just close it out in prayer. Yeah. Yeah. You want to close it out? Yes, yeah. sure. God, we just thank you that this is not this is not just talk and we know that as we share our personal stories that I'm sure others listening have their own personal stories with you, God, and just the way that you've been so intimately involved in their lives, God. And if there's anyone listening that hasn't seen your hand in their lives, Father, I pray for and speak a new perspective yeah. for them, Father, that they would see your intentionality in their lives and your nearness in their life, Father, that you'd open their eyes and open their ears to see the way that you have guided them and the way that you have always been there for them, whether or not they've received your guidance or not, Father, that you are there to guide them and you're not sitting there with your arms crossed mad at them that they haven't listened to you, Father. Thank you, Jesus, that the same God that has been speaking to them is still speaking to them today, Father, and that you are such a good Father that loves them and that you will speak to them, Father. And I just bless their dreams and their, their daytime visions with you just every time that um, they are looking to hear from you, Father, that they would keep on knocking, keep on seeking, keep on asking, and that they will find you. It's a promise in your word. So I just speak, um, just courage and um, your just amazing love to, to the people listening that desire to hear your voice, Father, that they would hear it clearly, whether that's in dreams or visions that, um, Thank you, Jesus, that you do speak to your children. So I thank you that everyone that's listening will hear from you, whether it's a dream or a vision or hearing your voice in any other way, Father. We bless our listeners in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Bless you all. Love you guys. And we will see or talk to you or however you want to say it next time. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Bye. Bye.